This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ate too many seafood platters. So yeah. I um, I quit. I just kind of quit eating fried food because I don't think it's all that good You don't good eat fried food at all ever anymore? No, not no. really. Hmm. Not really. It's extremely rare for me to eat fried food. But every now and then I really do crave a seafood platter. I do. Who can resist that? Yeah. What did you well, move to? I, when you when you get off of something, you have to move to something. So what was the replacement for the seafood platter? The blackened, yeah, the blackened stuff, basically, like Tom mentioned, you know, blackened yeah. catfish, the blackened, you know, more seafood mm-hmm. dishes that were maybe sautéed and, and, and just not really healthier. I mean, I'm still going to eat some bread, butter, but the fried stuff, and you're right, I just found them to be, whether it's Don Seafood Hut or Redfish Grill or, I mean, where, or Blue Crab, wherever, it would be the same uh, I hate to say the word boring, but I guess the same mundane platter, you know, like you mentioned. And maybe with well, Dini's doesn't like fall that. into that category. Dini's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, the seafood platter <laughs> at Dini's is kind of mind-boggling, and in yeah. two ways, it's not good, but it's enormous. Well, right. it, used, it used to be the official platter of anybody setting foot in West End Park. I mean, it, really? it, it used to be. Really? Uh, yeah. Was that even when there was a West End Park? When there was a West End Park, uh, and the, it peaked at 11 restaurants that were in yeah, the Yeah, but area. I mean, would people actually, why would a person choose to go to Dini's if there was a West End Park? Why would you do that? Well, First uh, of all, it doesn't have the Dini's atmosphere. Wasn't, Dini's wasn't there at that time. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so uh, I'm talking about the, uh, the restaurants that had been at West End Park for a long, long time, of which there were, it peaked out at 11 uh, restaurants at one time. And uh, it's where everybody went for seafood. And when they went there, by God, they were almost always going to get a seafood platter, or at the very least, they would have somebody in their group who wanted it. And uh, that's, it was like once and forever, uh, over and over for the end of time. I, <laughs> and it never uh, changed that I know of, except, of course, after the hurricane and, you know, everything's. I will never forget my favorite quote about a seafood platter. And ironically, it comes from Clara Satanovich. Oh, we, we, I believe that because uh, everything <laughs> yeah, I've ever heard said. Think, but it's not what you think. Okay. Um, we were walking together. I mean, and it's like I can bring myself right there. We were walking together in Venice, Italy, of all places. She was on a cruise with us, and we were talking about life and things. And and she was talking about seafood and and portion size and everything. And she said, "But really, who needs a seafood platter?" <laughs> yeah, I, I must have heard her say that because it's a very familiar thing. We were talking about portion size and things in Europe and how different it was, and it's it's true. I mean, who needs yeah. a seafood platter? You really don't. There's the seafood thing, Greg. If you ever come to the North Shore, there is a seafood. It's not a 
platter. It's a basket, but it's a gigantic basket enough to feed at least four people. But in unlike at Dini's, it's really good. It's it's at the Krabby Shack on the North Shore, which is a Keith Young restaurant. Okay. What a great place! And when place. it comes yeah. to the table, it's arresting. It mm. really is. Yeah, I'll have to try that. And they're not taking them to jail or anything. It's it's kind of <laughs> worth the trip, yeah. even. What? It's the food show. Uh, Doug, is that good. you? Thank you. All right, oh. take care, Greg. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. You're listening to WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. I talk about food. I listen to food, too, so if you've got something, call does me. Does food speak to you? Food speaks to me. It does. It, it what really does it does. say? Well, it depends on what time of day it is and what mood I'm in, and uh, for that matter, the the, the guy who you know, waves the wand and makes it all go. Mm-hmm. I, but I, something that came to my mind, I don't even know why, I, during the break uh, there, and... Uh, you know, I'm not a football uh, athletic kind of guy. It's just not something. I used to play baseball when I was in school, and I used to play uh, golf a lot. But, uh, you know, as far as the really big deal <clears throat> as um, uh, events, uh, it's not my thing. But I have a lot of friends who go to the Saints game and also who, who go to the LSU games, and they get in a car and they drive up to Baton Rouge. And uh, two different people asked me this within the last couple of weeks. One of them, uh, well, the, the, I'll just con- consolidate them in one. I'm on my way to LSU, and we're going to bump it up and up and spend in a hotel. Where should I go to eat? I uh, don't get to get to uh, that part of Louisiana very often. For a while I used to because there was a Galatoire's there. Uh, it's not there anymore. I don't think it is. It's anyway. an acme now, I think. It's an acme now? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, um, that's a good question, I would say. So if you are uh, one of those people who go to LSU uh, and who head up to watch the games there or watch or come back, uh, a lot of restaurants along the way there, you've got a lot of Cajuns doing a lot of cooking there and a lot of seafood and putting it together into something pretty good. And it is different enough from what you get in your hometown then uh, that makes it worth talking about. So, um, and a lot of them tailgate too. And they do that too. A lot so of what do we going do on. if we're going to LSU? If we're going to Baton Rouge to uh, to stop and maybe get something good, what would that place be? Call us up. Tell us. Here's the number: two six zero six three six eight two six zero six three six eight. Where do you get your eats along the road? Uh, to Baton Rouge from there's a place called Pot and Paddle. Pot and Paddle. Pot and Paddle, which I've mm-hmm. seen, uh, which now I believe has come to the North Shore, if I am not mistaken. I yep. believe I've seen it somewhere on the North Shore, but it's like a jambalaya kind of place. I know there's one in a strip mall between here and Baton Rouge, like maybe in Denham Springs, I think. And there's a burger smith in the same place, and uh, and I've stopped in there on yeah. the way. A bigger Rufino's, of course, TJ yeah. Ribs, which is not good, but it's there, and it's yeah. an institution. Um, uh, Jubins, you like Jubins, don't you? That's where I, I do. That's mm-hmm. uh, haven't been there in forever. That, that spun off uh, Dakota. There's one that begins with an M too. I'm trying to think of the name of it. 
And of course, there's also mm-hmm, the good. places in in Hammond too on the way. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. I am still looking for Emerald's television shows because oh. I know that he did several at one time or another, some concurrently, and this was probably not the end of his television career. I think it was somewhere in the middle when he was such a hot commodity that the Thomasons from uh, Arkansas, but also uh, Los Angeles, asked him to do a sitcom. And I think that might have lasted one or two seasons. I don't even know the name of it, but I'm interested in hearing anybody that would know the list of Emerald's uh, television shows because he had quite a few. Hmm. Today is National Roast Pheasant Day, Tom. Don't you like pheasant? Oh, I love pheasant. What is the difference in in the the game bird spectrum? There's quail, quail, Cornish is, hen, yeah, pigeon, pigeon, yeah, two different birds. Pheasant, yeah. pheasant, chicken, yeah. goose, duck. There's a lot of birds out there birds. that we eat. And they, they, they always <laughs> a have, lot of birds. There always have been. And Where uh, does pheasant fall into that well, goose? Pheasant Did is, I say goose? Yeah, uh, yeah. It is wild caught usually, although sometimes guys get in trouble by shooting them out in a... Dove. Yeah. Uh, the dove, dove. There's dove too, right? The dove is uh, the beginning of a re- what I think is the most interesting um, spectrum of all, and that is these are usually wild-caught birds, and they are not members of uh, the same family as chickens and ducks, uh, but it is more along the lines of a pigeon. And uh, that is my favorite of them pigeon all. Pigeon as in the kind that you see in the square or a yep, pigeon? Yes, but you okay. don't you don't Canard. Okay, uh, so tell me tell me how these rank. Okay, how are they related to each other? Obviously they all fly, they're all fowl, they're yeah. all birds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a, a, a squab you've probably That's seen. a pigeon, isn't it? That's a pigeon. Canard. And 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 here's what you find when you get one of those. They're pink, aren't they? They're, they're, they are as dark. They're red meat. They're red meat. They are red meat. And, yes. And the moment you eat it the first day of your life, you'll say, I'm going to have this on my menu every chance I get. It's just great. And uh, it's interesting. I don't know if I could eat a pink uh, bird. They, they have a, a unique quality uh, that you don't even think about, and that is um, that pigeons uh, are actually older I'm, I'm sorry, they are bigger than their parents are, which sounds crazy, but what they're supposed to do uh, with uh, those birds, they have to grow uh, as big as they can get, uh, so they don't do any flying around. They they just kind of eat. and They waddle and eat. They, they, they're, they're friends, uh, their mothers and fathers go up there and bring them food until they are are most in, in, uh, as uh, in... Um, they're incapacitated. No, no, no. <laughs> they they have uh, developed enough fat and other other muscles, and then they fly away. And they are at that point they are bigger than their parents. Okay, so let me ask you this: yeah. Are these pigeons yeah. that you think are incredibly delicious mm-hmm. fowl? Yep. How are they related to the disgusting ones in all of the in Venice? Well, Venice, I knew you uh, were go that Jackson way. Square, 
Yeah. Uh, any know, place that people are, how are those birds related? You don't uh, relate with them. They uh, different uh, pigeons uh, raised for this purpose. They they do it. Uh, that's it's completely. But tame. but I mean, is it the same bird? It is the same bird. It is. Yeah. They Ooh. they they typically live underneath uh, pa overpasses. That's the, their favorite. Not place. the ones you eat. No, no. Okay. Well, no. The uh, you, the ones you eat are. Don't tell me they're like raised in cages and stuff. No, no, no. Okay. No. So are uh, they? Are they? Are they? How, well, how could they be? How can they be farm raised and 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 raised and not fly away? They feed them a lot of food. They just load them up. They get fat and fatter and fatter. And these are the ones that you eat. Those are the ones that you eat. Are they are they cultivated in the United yes. States like you would cultivate yeah. lamb uh, or? In mostly in in our uh, part of the universe, uh, it mostly goes on uh, in Mississippi. Really? Yeah. Huh. And I I, I uh, where I get my information from was for a while. There were several restaurants that specialized in uh, in squab, Pigeon. squib, squab, squab. Uh, yeah, uh, and uh, the the, the, so. the problem that they kept having uh, was that uh, people would steal them, for one thing. And uh, you don't see them much on menus. You don't see them on, but uh, the the restaurant that used to be Marty's. Uh -huh. Remember there was a, a yeah re a, a re uh, yeah French Quarter yeah uh, and it was run by a lady who oh Anne and she Anne Gur uh, Gurney and Kearney and Kearney I, that's it and, and yeah. she moved to the Michigan to Michigan which and, is where she was from I and think she, she always had uh, the pigeon on on her menus. Okay, and well, it, it was the best reason to go there. It was okay. Terrific. Well, apparently there were a lot of other reasons to go there too. Okay, so pigeons are just like an extremely delicious little bird. Love it, love it, love okay. it, love it. My favorite, my favorite um, bird for eating. What are they related to <laughs> besides the disgusting ones in the square? Oh, I know. You know there are many kinds of them. I, I'm not an expert enough on that to give you a list, but those are the ones that have been cultivated. Okay. Now, what about like a pheasant? Are they Pheasants, are those cultivated? I don't, I don't know if they're cultivated or not, but they are very much targets of uh, birds that live out in the middle of nowhere. I remember some years ago, there were several uh, members of the Brennan family uh, who uh, got into brief, very brief trouble. Because uh, they were were they hunting pheasants? They were hunting something. I forget what it was, but they uh, they well, is uh, a they, pheasant a big bird or a little bird? It can be pretty big, but it isn't always. And they're also very seasonal. So uh -huh. there are times a year where if you go out looking for them, you can look until the end of time and not really turn up with anything. Now a pheasant is a milder flavor, isn't it? Like, I, I find it's a, it, Let's say this: if you like duck. Then the degree to which you like duck better than what you like chicken, that's kind of the same. Uh, is it a dark meat like it's, duck? It is. It is a red meat. Oh, it it's is a red a meat. Dark it's like meat. the pigeon. And and if you you roast it in Ugh. the normal ways and you were to put it on a plate, uh, a person who uh, you know eats anything beyond just normal food, uh, they would take a bite or two and say, "This is incredible." It just is a great flavor. I, I love it, and every time I run into it, I always order. So a pheasant 
and a mm. pigeon are kind of in the same realm yeah. of deliciousness for you. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it, again, I tell you, it's the it's the wild quality of it that okay. makes it interesting to me. Okay, anyway. what else out there is a wild taste bird? Oh, I'm not a shooter of birds, so I don't know. Uh, I, I don't well, have a well, long list. Well, you're a eater of birds. See, I like, am, like but, there, but were, there very was quail few. the other night at that event, and a quail I've decided is too little for me to bother eating. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't get them very often. I, there is one that is very much uh, cultivated, and that is Cornish hens. Uh, I like those. I do too. Now but they're, they're a little bigger than quail, right? Well, they're chickens, basically. Yeah, they're a little bigger than quail, but smaller than chicken. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they were fun to play with, and I often ordered them when I saw them in restaurants. As a matter of fact, there was a, a long story conserving Arnos, and the fact that they had. Uh, Cornish, rock, rock Cornish, rock hens. Cornish game. They hens. have that all the time, don't they? Uh, they do, it's but kind of a staple, uh, certainly at the holidays. I take credit for uh, having that on their menu. Wow. You want to know the story? No. Okay. Go ahead, um, Tom. Uh, you can only have one thing on their menu named after. In you. nineteen right. in nineteen seventy seven, I think it was, Mardi Gras. I'm uh, walking. I was living in the French Quarter at that time, and um, I'm wandering around trying to see what I could possibly get for dinner because uh, uh, we have often had nothing to had eat. Had you already done your Crescent City thing? Uh, it ha- no, no. This that was, had, this is this predates this, your Crescent City yeah, ritual. This, okay. Yeah, this one would have been All in right. the 1970s. Well, when and did that one begin? That one began around you know, 1978 or something oh, like okay. that. Oh, okay. So it's okay. early 70s. All yeah. right. So uh, anyway, I'm hungry and I head out, and I only were, uh, lived about three blocks away from Arno's. So I went there, and uh, it was a mess, the place was. They had a, a dress code that required anyone who came there to go over into this separate room which was just a cheap-looking, not very well-kept-up room, and and it was uh, they were putting people who were wearing Mardi Gras costumes and the like of that. And this they were was shoving pre-Casbarian them. days, this right? This was very much pre-Casbarian okay. day. So, okay. um, but I walked up and I I got the sat at, ta- at one of the tables. I was dressed pretty well, and uh, overcame the menu and I I looked it over. <clears throat> excuse me, and one of the things. Uh, that caught my attention was they had rock Cornish game hen, and I and a la oh wait wait, uh, rock Cornish game hen, um, uh, oh gosh what was a la Arno a la Arno it was it was a suggestion that this was very elegant and very expensive and and made wasn't this the time when it was at its worst absolutely so nothing dead was really last. elegant there you terrible. would have done better to go and grab a box of Popeyes yes it was it, Popeyes wasn't there yet but the, it wasn't no Popeyes didn't start till the eighties. Oh, I didn't realize I that. I wrote the first review ever written in New Orleans about, okay. the, about hmm. the Popeyes. But anyway, um, so uh, where was I? So you <clears> went, and, and it was uh, Rock uh, Cornish Game Hen, and you wanted and, to try it. And the guy and the waiter said, uh, uh, sir, wait, I wouldn't get that. I would get the, the trout amandine. And I said, no, what, what's this? And uh, he, uh, anyway, at the end of the name, boy, I wish I had an Arno's. Menu here, because 
the, the, the their description of it was Rock Cornish Game Hen uh, a la Crozier de no, I mean, Okay, we'll find out at the top of the hour. We'll look yeah, for it. Yeah, anyway, um, just, just to make a long story much long, longer. I was about to say it's too late to it's, make a long uh, story short. Uh, but but uh, I, they wouldn't serve it to me because basically they said they, they didn't have it that day. But the truth was, was that they didn't ever have it at all. Oh, and I see. so, uh, <laughs> the ne- and the next time I went there, they 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 told me that, and and then the time after that, I went back, and Mardi Gras was over, and uh, Arno's had turned around, and uh, the Casbarians were in there Kasbarian now, uh-huh. and family, uh-huh. they were starting in on it, and uh, they were changing the menu, which you would expect, and something like that, and it, it was pretty thick. But the first time I went there, huh? Oh. Cornish Game Hen White Cloud. That's probably that's, not it. It's that's, probably a French that's thing. That's the way it is now, but the way they used to do it. Uh, it had but, a long name. But it had a very long yeah. name. Yeah. Anyway, Rock Cornish Game Hen a la... Uh, it's, anyway, it's, it doesn't... We'll figure it anyway, out at the me, top of the let hour. Let me just finish off this overgoing story. Uh, so I I asked them for uh, for for that, and they, they said... Well, um, we actually do have it on the menu. I said that's that's great, and um, they they had decided to do it because at the time of tw- of twelfth uh, night, I suggested that they do that. And oh, they, that's and, where the twelfth night thing comes and in. They, oh, okay, and they did. Yes. So uh, there it was, and it fit right in. Uh, it's still on the menu. Is it Veronique? It's no Veronique is the one that has the the grapes in it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm exhausted. It's, isn't it funny? Two six zero six three six eight is the number. I just asked a simple question about the progression uh, of birds about anything. fowl and birds. And I was thinking about all the birds that you could possibly eat since it's National Pheasant Day today. And they are quail that I can think of. Maybe there's more. But quail, duck, Cornish hen, chicken, squab, pheasant, goose. Yes, thank you, Doug. My goodness, we're coming up on Turkey Day. I'm forgetting that. Goose, uh, turkey, um, that's it, huh? Mm, something Goose. like that. Yeah. Well, anyway, I don't know that – I think I probably have had pheasant with you once maybe, but and I've been around uh, pigeon, canad, or um, whatever the third name is for it. But um, I don't, I don't, I haven't, I haven't made myself do it yet. Two six zero six three six eight. We're going to take the news at the top of the hour. But first, let us tell you about New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood, which has ten locations around town. They have an extensive menu of burgers. They are cooked crusty on the outside and juicy on the inside, and they have a way that you can dress them, all different kinds of dressings. They have uh, seafood, which is crisp, it is hot, it's delicious, it is greaseless and golden brown when it comes to the table because they don't cook it until you order it. You can also get this fried seafood 
spicealicious. If you ask them for it, they can put a little extra spice in there for you. You can get it on a platter. You can get it on a poor boy. You can get sandwiches there and salads and also uh, local dishes. They do a good job with local dishes. And now char-grilled oysters are on the menu at New Orleans mm. Hamburger and Seafood. There are 10 locations around town. So if we had a webcam, you could see that Tom is frantically looking at the extensive collection of books here in this studio. And uh, he is not going to stop until he finds that Arno's menu where he can find out the name of that. Help us out, folks. If you were around back in that time and you've been to Arno's and you know the name of this dish that Tom is frantically looking to find, please give us a call, 260-6368. Then I won't have to look at Tom wandering all over the studio looking for it. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.